Welcome to the Ryback Show Wednesday Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Streaming on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback22. Thank you guys for popping in, joining me even if it's for a little bit. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. It helps me uh, with the TikTok algorithm, especially on that. So thank you for all of our listeners over on the TikTok platform. As always, this show, this podcast is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, premium supplements for men and women sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors, vegan-friendly, feedmemore.com. We're now giving away for the month of September a free Feed Me More Nutrition, hungry premium shaker bottle, and white face mask. So just select that as the free gift. When it pops up on there, you get a free shaker bottle and face mask, $30 value on that, guys. Yours free for simply shopping the best supplements on the planet. And all that's in the description on YouTube, Ryback TV. And for the people watching on TikTok and Instagram, if you could please go subscribe to my Ryback TV on YouTube and turn on notifications, even though the majority of you might not get them still, please do. Greatly appreciate it. Worldwide shipping as well. We have a $34.99 flat rate worldwide shipping uh, where I always encourage people, if you're going to buy, to put in for a few things on that where really you get the shipping cheaper than it would be. We, we cover the, the difference on that. $34.99 flat rate worldwide, $19.99 to Canada on that, though, and then $9.99 domestic, all orders in the United States. Free shipping orders over $125 and up on that free shipping on the domestic side of things. What's going on today, guys? How's everybody doing? Hope everyone's having a cool, calm, collected hump day today. I'm doing good. I had a great leg workout, uh, 30 minutes in the sauna, and uh, which I got to go shower after this. Um, so because I, I I was I, I sweated a lot, and then uh, and no no conditioning today, and no shoulder work today. Given my shoulder a complete day off because I haven't given it a day off of nothing. Uh, even when I like, take days off of weight, it's the a lot of scar tissue stuff and shock wave and ultrasound. So I have like I had a big scab on the back of my shoulder from it's so raw from from just working on it nonstop. So just take one day, let it rest. Did some stretching, nothing crazy. So I'm uh, I probably need to give it more recovery days, but I'm so gung ho on getting this better. But I, I could tell because the tissue was really sensitive because I've just been on that. Try rolling on a softball. It's it's pretty ridiculous how I'm pretty much immune to it. But I, I need to give myself a little bit of breaks here and there. Super chat, super chats get pulled up on the screen. Jeff, thank you very much for the Starbucks money. $5 super chat from Jeff. Thank you very much. I'm enjoying a, in a Starbucks cup, this is actually a Dunkin' Donuts decaf K-cup in a Starbucks cup. I don't think you could beat the Starbucks cup. I've, I've tried a lot of coffee and I, no other cups are just as user-friendly as this Starbucks cup. Dutch Brothers, I told you guys, they've got the hole on the top of the cup. And so when you go to the angle that you got to go to get the coffee out, it's too it's too steep. So the coffee can rush and burn you. Whereas this, you can perfect, 
perfect perfect placement on that those starbucks people uh the question is am, am i 100 vegan there's different layers yes as far as diet yes but there's there's different layers on like vegan on like with the leather and like belts and I'm not like full blown yet on thing. I'm I'm conscious now of it, um, and I, I believe like when I like go and shop for a belt next time, I'm gonna buy a like vegan friendly belt, things like that, and just yeah, like I, I think it's I'm I'm aware on that end. But as far as diet, yes, on that because I'm very very big on the on the animal side of things with this as well. Uh, do I think a 430-pound deadlift is good for being natural? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the the big – it's good for anybody. Uh, but the the there's a big problem. So 430 pounds is a ton of weight. The, the problem that we have now ran into in, with social media is there's a lot of people that are not nearly as strong as they really are that are on a load of steroids, and then they're and then they're 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 so far past their natural potential, and then people like that, you got all ranges. You got people on steroids that are deadlifting 400, 300 something. You'd be shocked a lot of people that use them, and they're still like not not nowhere near as impressive as what it should be, right? But it's completely altered the landscape of like what really is really strong and not. You got people that are literally on the verge of death in the strongman competitions to set world records and shit where they they know they are running a risk of dying to set a stupid, ridiculous number that's so far past. And it's like, but it's not real. It's not real with that. And I don't care what anyone says with that. If you look and, and you got it, I would only look at numbers of drug tested competitions from people and you'll actually see get a really good gauge of like what's an impressive lift and how just how much closer to impressive lifts you are than if you compare yourself to the people. I know people, I watch them on social media and I know that they're running a shit ton of, of steroids to do a lift and get get a hit, hit a squat PR, or a deadlift PR. And I'm just like, man, this guy be a hundred pounds lighter if he wasn't doing this. He wouldn't be on anyone's radar, but that's what's going on. Really, really scary situation. How that can influence a lot of people with that. But 430 pounds is fantastic. At the end of the day, man, lift, be safe, and in in use proper form, and and get the health benefits and the feel good, the, the euphoric feeling of lifting, and don't don't try to get too caught up in what everybody else is is doing because everybody else is going to not be around in 20 years while you're still lifting. And they're not going to, they're going to be dealing with there's people out here in Vegas that go to some of these other gyms all roided up. They're literally walking heart attacks on that, like at any point in time. And it's, they're going to, they're going to completely dis disappear off of social media. I promise you. I promise you because they're so unhealthy in so many ways. And they've been like, it's, don't get caught up in that game with that. 430 pounds is fantastic. Is there room for improvement? Probably, but I don't know how, how tall you are or what you weigh, but I'd be very, very happy with that number. Yeah, Jose, the, the vegan, I don't know what uh, the vegan sausage you got, but the Beyond Meat vegan sausage is probably my favorite. 
Let me see. What else do we got going on? No, I've never, uh, I've never played the guitar. I take that back. I've, I've definitely picked up a guitar at some point in my life, but like not like, I think one of my friends had one when I was younger, but I never, I mean, it was like, I'm talking like, pick it up for a second, do, 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 put it down, go play outside. I think that was the extent of it. I've never like sat down and I have no desire. Like I just have no, there would be no passion, no desire to like want to learn how to play the guitar. I would just, I have too much energy in my body to like, and I'm sure there'd be soothing and time, but like, I, I just don't know. It's, it's not, that's not my thing. And I'm well aware it's not my thing. Uh, thank you very much. You're drinking a Miller High Life right now. Well, thank you. I appreciate you guys. Whatever uh, beverages you choose to enjoy while watching the Ryback show, it's greatly appreciated. I have not played the drums either, but again, child, uh, as a child, I remember our one of my neighbors was older and had a drum set, and he was always practicing. And I think at some point I was allowed to like hit the drums. But like, it was very, it was that I would be more prone to wanting, like if you gave me the option, like big guy, you've got to learn to either play the drums or the guitar. I'm going with the drums all day long, all day long. Cause there's, there's just more movement for my energy filled body. Does that make sense? And I would have to control it, but I really think I could get down with some drums if I, you know, but both would be would would take a tremendous amount of time, I'm sure, to get decent at. Sonny Lamont, a regular here on Ryback TV on the Ryback Show. Yo, big guy, I'm traveling and will land in Albany, New York, on September 24th. Will you be around? I thought I heard you say something about being in New York around that time. Would love an autograph and picture, Sonny. I am going to be in Albany uh, for a signing on September 18th. At the Colony, I think is it the Colony Mall there? And that's in the afternoon. And I just posted that on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter yesterday. So that's on my account. Then that night, I'm at Immortal Championship Wrestling doing a signing. Then the following week, I'm in Amarillo. This just got completed. I'll be at the Amarillo Comic Con in Amarillo, Texas, September, I think, 25th and 26th. On that, I'll be in Amarillo, Texas at a Comic Con, the Amarillo Comic Con, I believe. And I've, I put that poster up, but I will have, I think in those are, it's a two day signing on those for the Comic Cons. So if you're in, in the Texas area, Amarillo, Texas, come on out and say howdy, howdy to, to the big guy. But I will not be in Albany on the 24th, Sunny. You're a week, I, uh, I'm a week, I'm there a week before you. Uh, my la- what do I eat for my protein? My last, my post-workout meal, I'll tell you my, my whole, well, my first meal was a performance meal with a couple plant-based sausages and uh, black beans, black rice, um, small amount of white rice in there. I also had nutritional yeast in it, uh, the, Beyond, the Gardein beef crumbles as well. 
um, and then some hemp or chia seeds as well with that morning meal and some seasoning and potassium salt and different seasonings. With that, my lunch was today. Uh, I had the beet, a cut up raw beet with a dip of, with some ketchup. What I have? Oh, and then I had uh, two servings of black beans. Um, and then uh, 50 grams of protein from the No Evil uh, plant-based chicken, the Comrade Chicken, and uh, and I and then hemp hearts and that as well. And uh, so both those two meals were close to 100 grams of protein each for those. So we're already at over 200 grams, around 200 grams of those. And then my post-workout meal was my my Feed Me More Nutrition ISO Hungry Plant Powered Protein Shake Caramel Cookie. Four scoops of that for that's 84 grams of protein. And then I did a serving of natural, organic, natural peanut butter as well. Uh, I believe that's eight grams of protein, if I'm not mistaken, in that. So we're at 92 grams of protein. And then I actually had two servings of barbecued pistachios after it uh, for another 12 grams of protein, uh, which would put me at 104 grams of protein for a post-workout meal. And then I still got my um, my last meal tonight will be uh, a couple cut up tomatoes, a couple carrots, a couple pieces of celery, and then um, air pop popcorn. And I'll probably what I'll do is also do a Greek yogurt tonight with a seitan uh, to get a a higher protein last meal. Along the the popcorn has twelve grams of protein as well. So my last meal will probably come in around 60, 60 65 grams of protein with that. So that that's. 300 and uh, over that for the day, I'll get 365 grams of protein right around there. Beautiful. I could easily eat more than that. That's just what my current diet is right now. Yeah. Oh, I actually had, I had red potatoes in my meal this morning as well. I had one red potato cut up. I just steamed some red potatoes last night. I, uh, yeah, popcorn is the goat and the, man, there's nothing better than movie theater popcorn. I'm really going to, I'm going to have to figure out a way you, what, I, what I'm going to do next time I go to a movie theater, I'm going to bring a tub of plant-based butter and I'm going, wait, that's going to be impossible because they cook all the butter. And, damn it. There's no way they're going to, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know because the, the the butter has man. I may have to just break down and have the pop movie theater popcorn. I love plant based butter though. With that, that air pop popcorn with a little plant based butter. Stay away from the microwave popcorn, guys. Horrible for you. Google it, you'll see. Stay away from microwave popcorn. Don't be a bastard. I was gonna say I was gonna bring my plant based butter into the movie theater and ask them if they would melt it. And then pour it on the popcorn, but not the whole thing. Obviously, I would just I would buy a tub of it and lose a lot of it. I wouldn't like. I, I am two percent Jew. There's a good chance I might hold on to it till the end of the movie and then put it in the refrigerator after. Um, but uh, yeah, they, their popcorn's cooking in advance. Unless they could do a fresh batch with no butter, it's possible if they're big fans. You never know, and it depends how, how how busy the movie is that day. Yeah, I love popcorn. I always, I've, I've since I've been younger, it's been one of my, 
air pop popcorn. You can get a nice little air popper on uh, Amazon. And mine has a little thing. You just put the butter on the top and it, it melts on the top while the popcorn's popping. It's, I've got a good little routine with that. Popcorn has been a staple in my diet for many, many years. Buddy, you're a weirdo. I'm getting. I'm gonna have to block this guy. The guy of the Marine Three. The, his title was Marine Three something. This guy was in the chat the other day, asking the entire chat, like the whole time, if I like like the Marine movies. I've never seen somebody so loyal to that franchise. Holy hell! And then he's back, and he's back at it again. I had to block him. I shell shocked him. He doesn't. He wasn't a bad guy, but he's just annoying as shit. I don't have an air fryer. I've never, I've never, uh, I've never had an air fryer. Yeah, the dude was talking about the Marine movie. Dude loves the Marine movies. He's a Marine lover for life. Popcorn is a healthy snack, but the popcorn from the movie theaters is not quite as is healthy as like if you make popcorn at home with an air popper. Because one, when you so one, when you cook it with an air popper, you're not getting, you're not using any of the oils. You're just getting the popcorn. But then, if you use plant-based butter, you're getting a much better butter than regular butter as well, and you're not getting all the extra oil, the canola oil that they're probably using, and uh, you know, and and they probably and the, the amount of salt they typically put on it is is extreme. Don't get me wrong; it tastes it tastes amazing. I'm not gonna argue that be crazy to argue that in fact anybody that would argue that i wouldn't trust them but the uh the plant the the the, the popcorn i make at home is very very satisfying i do like avocados i used to like the popcorn too the the christmas tins when i was a kid god i was a little fat ass you know the popcorn tins that would have the it would have the the buttered popcorn the caramel popcorn. And what was the other one? The cheese. It was the cheese popcorn. Oh, we used to sit around and eat that stuff. I don't know how. I, I escaped diabetes as a child. I was very active, though. I played like crazy. So I was never out of shape. But I ate. I You would have thought I had. That's where feed me more. I mean, I, I, I literally ate and ate and ate and ate. I would eat boxes of cereal. I would eat whole things of, of cookie dough and cookies. My my mom was making Rice Krispie treats. I'd go eat all the batter. I'd eat all the Rice Krispies in one sitting. Just a monster of a child. I'm, I'm terrified if I ever had kids. I think I would have to be a billionaire. I honestly think that like I would go. I got to have so much money because these kids are gonna these kids are gonna eat me out of my wealth. You know, so that's why I stay with the Frenchies. Oh, and also I wouldn't want to be around other parents. Because I think the people are pretty annoying for the most part. <laughs> the old popcorn tin. I'm six foot two. I'm a, a, I'm a very good height, I feel. Uh, is it possible to, you can, you could build your strength and depending on where you're at and your weight, uh, weightlifting journey, I guess you could say, um, can you build muscle and lose fat at the same time? Typically it's like pick one or the other. And I'd say that like 
if you're trying to build muscle, you try to do it and keep your body fat to a minimum. And then it's like pick one or the other. I think if you don't, you're half-assing it. Like I think like I think if people are like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, get bigger and lose body fat, it's like pick one or the other. You're but both if you're bulking, do it clean and keep your body fat to a minimum on doing it. And then when you get to a point that you're happy with your size and then you start cutting and commit and cut and get as lean as you can until then you go, well, I don't feel that big. I want to get big again. And then now you're in the never ending cycle of weightlifting of never being content and happy with yourself. <laughs> I haven't been bowling in a long time. I stopped with my shoulder here because that was, I'm, I'm trying, I would love to go bowling. Bowling is one of the one things like I really, I would like to have a bowling alley at my house. Maybe the next place that I get, I'll have a bowling alley built on. I never would have to even go to like, just build everything that I like at the house, which I've done here. Like for, for, Done a pretty good job already, but we're going to need a little more room for a bowling alley. Brother, if you're asking if I'm going back to wrestling, where have you been? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry if it's your first time watching and you've not heard anything I've talked about for the last five and a half years. Of course, I've got stuff in the thing. I haven't aged at all. Look at me. I'm literally going to come back and look exactly the same, but be vegan and have even better endurance. And people, everyone else has gotten older and I haven't. It's, it's, I'm being protected by the gods above for my return. Yes. Yes. What was my go-to cereal as a kid? I, cereal's horrible, by the way. For you. And knowing what I know now, I'm ashamed that my parents bought a cereal. Bullshit. Don't eat it. It's literally no benefit to anybody. Processed absolute shit. All shit, which a lot of countries now, different. I know Mexico, I think the UK might have implemented it. They got rid of the cartoon characters on the cereal because it's all just misleading market marketing towards kids on stuff. It's like, here, eat our sugary processed foods, kids, and let's mess you up for life. Stay away from it. As a kid, though, I remember in the house, we had we had Honey Nut Cheerios, a lot Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios, uh, Raisin Bran, um, Lucky Charms. And then occasionally we'd be allowed to get like Captain Crunch. Um, I loved to, I had a big run with the Rice Krispie. We had Rice Krispie cereal, but the Rice Krispie treat cereal was... Um, and that was like a cereal I'd pour the whole damn thing in. And with the thing of non-fat milk and just be gone 10 minutes. I've pinned John Cena, yes. I've, I've technically, I've pinned him in a match and I was the last man standing. Um, I, I technically have won the WWE. It, it's unofficial, an unofficial WWE championship title reign, which I've never been beaten for it as well. So... I'm technically uh, a WWE champion still. They just never acknowledged it. But based off the rules of the match, I was the last man standing. Nobody could argue that. He got carried away in an ambulance, and I was, I literally was like in the showers, like, well, John's in the, go to the hospital. Oh, damn, where's my title? Like, no, 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 you, you can't, you're not, we're not giving it to you. I was like, okay. And that was it.
just went on. And then we did, I was like, then like, well, we got to do an ambulance match. And if you win that, you can have the title. And then he cheated or something. And that was, you know, it was that. That was that was that. Uh, I'm not making protein bars right now. That's a whole other industry on that. Thank you very much, King of Memphis. You seem like a very just logical thinking man with common sense and dignity. I appreciate that. Do I think kids are getting addicted to computers and games? Yes. But I think that's been going on for a long time. I think it's worse than it was, though. With that, and I what I what do I mean by that? Like, so video games were around before before I was born, and then I was born into the Nintendo Sega era, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Dream. I had, I think, what was the the Sega Dream? Was it Sega Dream or Dream something? Dreamcast. I had a I had the Dreamcast for a bit. That one didn't I was that was a horrible buy on my part. I thought like Sega was a beat at all the other like the PlayStation out with the next gen system. Horrible buy that system, waste of money. Um, but I had a little run with that, and then I was I was I pretty much was done after that. But the games is they went from being is super simple and enjoyable to now they're like games now take so much longer to complete compared to games when we were younger, right? at least from what I've seen, not to say that all games, but I feel like they're just, there's the potential for games to eat up much more of your time. And I don't think there's anything wrong with video games per se. If you have balance and control and they're monitored and you're like, okay, you can have an hour of video game time on these days or two hours on these days. And you have other things and and parents are doing a good job at making sure kids have other things going on. But at the same time, kids, though, with video games could go on Twitch and make accounts and, and make a ton of money if they they get really good at it as well. The thing comes with, though, do they lack other skills in life because all they've done is play video games? It, it, it's, it's a never-ending conversation. And at the end of the day, it comes down to just doing um, what makes you happiest. And I guess, you know, what makes one person happy uh, might not make another person happy, so... But my thing is we can get caught up in saying, like, I've just learned to be happy. Like, we need the world to be a certain way as far as for everybody and rules to be in place for everybody to function and live in society. And then, like, outside that, I don't give a shit what anyone does with their life. I'm not going to, like, stress over, like, man, I really think Jeff is is playing video games too much. I don't worry about it. And there's too many people that do. And what they do is they take away from their own happiness by worrying about what everybody else is doing. I've learned to like things I can't control. I don't give a shit about what I can control. I do my best at doing. Does that make sense? So, but I'm, I'm sure there, there would be a lot of people that would say there's a big video game problem with that. And I would say there's, it's been a problem for a long time, but at least they can make money doing it now. And again, it comes down to the end of the day being, you know, productive members of society in one way, shape or form. And, you know, you know, there, there's a lot, there's, I don't waste my time with them personally. Have I ever been approached by the Illuminati or the Freemasons? No, I don't, I don't know. I have not. 
I would like to be approached by some aliens, though, and breed with one of them and then get citizenship on their planet. And then sayonara, bitches, the big guy's gone. Be doing broadcast over in, on another planet on sending it down to Ryback TV here in the States in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, on the, for this planet, for you guys to enjoy. I'll be, I'll be somewhere far past Neptune and Saturn, just hanging out with my alien family. <clears throat> Hello, buddy. I, this is actually made, brought a smile to my face. It's uncle TJ says botcher. So what we're going to do is give me one second, guys. Uncle TJ, I would like to, I want to bring you into the chat with everyone and see if we could have a friendly little uh, conversation on the botcher comment. We see that every once in a blue moon. I feel sorry for some of you that you think that, but I'm one of the greatest pro wrestlers that has ever lived. Legit. And you wouldn't know any, any, any other, and you wouldn't know any better because you've never done it. So. I want you to click on that link and come into the chat, Uncle TJ. Is that what your name is, Uncle TJ? And we're gonna go. You're gonna go one on one with the big guy, and we're gonna we're gonna let you explain your points. And uh, I'm gonna let you explain yourself, Uncle TJ, to the people, and see if you could make a strong case on why I'm a botcher. I love our truth. Our truth is amazing. Okay, Uncle TJ. You're lucky, Uncle TJ. Usually I would just shell shock you down a, a pit of spikes. So you shouldn't joke around with things like that. It's very dangerous. Big guy's quick on that, quick, quick to pull that that trigger on the block. Uh um, Amado Hernandez says, best entrance song. Well, I don't want to talk to you now, Uncle TJ. You were joking. It's not gonna be nearly as entertaining. The uh best entrance theme song. I still think to this day that that when when Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hit, it was uh, shit was on. I also the I, I think it was that, and I I man Triple H's theme was was awesome. The the Motorhead one, but I tell you that first one, my time with the with the do 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 that one was pretty badass when I was younger. So I'm gonna go with with. I'm going to go with Stone Cold and then uh, Triple H's My Time as my top two. I'm not, not, not particularly, I don't really, Braun Strowman and Refriends, no. I would say no. I always got along with Braun, but I didn't, I didn't, he got up there and was doing his thing and I was already, had been up there and uh, we'd wrestled a little bit when he was part of the Wyatt family. Maybe my last couple of years there, and everything was always. I mean, he was, he was not being used nowhere. He was not out on his own doing the singles thing yet, and he was still learning. And they brought him up, and he was still very, very new. He did a fantastic job with everything that they did with him after I'd left. The original, yeah, also Stone Cold Steve Austin, that his original theme, and also the Disturbed version. The Disturbed version I really liked as well, because that one, I love Disturbed. And uh, I thought they did a, that might be the best remake of anybody's theme song, that I, I, I would have been happy with him keeping the Disturbed theme song for the rest of his career. 
Do you think government should ban uh, nicotine and in, in, uh, tobacco products? There's no benefit for them to people. All it does is kill you. Causes a lot of health problems, which I believe capitalism for bad is a the issue. So I think, though, if people grew their own and like and was able to make their own stuff and they chose to do that, I think that's one thing. But I think allowing people to sell them is a is a huge issue of because it's capitalism for bad. But, you know, people are going to it's one of those things. It, there's literally no benefits to them at, at all with that. Right. But you could say, well, free choice and like, OK, maybe we should, though, with a lot of our problems and we're in debt. How many trillions of dollars is have, you know, I'm not I'm not against putting more extreme taxes on things that are bad for people. I think there should be taxes. We should put in taxes on processed foods and start encouraging people to eat healthy foods. I think that would also at least we could start financially getting ourselves in a better position with some things. But, you know. There's so many, we're so far down the rabbit hole of, of, of wrong. It's really, you know, it, 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 whenever you don't want to ever take away the, 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 the decisions from people with that. But what we need to do is do a better job on nutrition education uh, and health and fitness in general uh, from a young age and, and where people can make better decisions with their life. Because people are always going to choose to do what they want to do, right? With that, and people will find a way, even if we ban it, there'll be the black market with all that. So that's why it's a that's a tough one. I, I don't men gonna do you no good doing it. That's for sure. Where did my idea for shell shock come from? It was a fisherman suplex um, that I saw Brock do a few times on his first run in WWE, and when I was out injured. Uh, after Nexus coming up with the whole Ryback persona, uh, literally mapping out kind of what I envisioned the new Ryback to be, not the Terminator Ryback. Um, that was the move that I chose. And then I knew I was going to do the clothesline and thinking of names. I was like the meat hook. and It all kind of came together with that. Um, and I think the meat hook came along after I, cause I had the clothesline already. It wasn't called the meat hook in Nexus. It was just a, just a lariat. And then after I think I saw that my name, my my theme song was going to be Meat on the Table, I was like the Meat Hook. And then um, I was like trying. I was also like I remember like the Backpack Stunner. I was going to call the Meat Grinder. And then I was just like, uh, then I was just no, I like Backpack Stunner. <laughs> I didn't want to overdo it on the meat with all of that. But uh, Shell Shock uh, came from. I was a big Ninja Turtles fan growing up. But I also so that's where the idea for the name. Uh, I go shell shock, and then I looked up the meaning, and I, it was battle fatigue in war. I go, that's the perfect name for a finisher. So that's where shell shock came from. And then nobody Brock had stopped doing the move. It's a tough move to pick guys up like that because it, it jacks up your neck. That's why I altered the way that I pick guys up with it so that I could also pick up the heavier guys because there's no way I was picking up the the big giants and throwing them over my head in that position. That move is it, nobody could do that. That impossible. But I could get, yeah, I got guys, I got Big E was the heaviest I ever got up um, over my head like that. But even that was a little risky. Sonny Lamont, super chat. 
What's your favorite workout song? Uh, who are your top three on your playlist? I Right today, I was listening to, I think it's Awake by Monster. That one I listened to a lot at the gym today. Um, I don't know. I, man, I go through phases. On, I'm trying to give you three songs. I love Drowning Pool. I'd say I'm going to give you the three. The, the Awake is the current one I'm listening to a lot right now by Monster. Uh, Tear Away by Drowning Pool and uh, Highway by Limp Bizkit. Or My Way or Highway. I don't know. It's My Way or the Highway, but I think it's called Highway or My Way. It's one or the other by Limp Bizkit. So those are the top three, I'm going to say. Uh-oh, the hashtag Ryback return WWE. We're going to have to block him. No spamming the chat, guys. Even if it's for positive, we'll still shell shock your ass just for spamming. Uh, fish oil is great for heart health. I would. You're better off using an algae-based omega-3. Fish get their, their omegas from eating algae. You can get it directly from the source rather than having to deal with the fish and the mercury uh, and fish being tortured and, and killed. I think and it's a much cleaner, better source of your omegas. They have those on Amazon as well. I have a really good one that I use that I'm really, really happy with. And it doesn't have any of the fish taste or any of the, the, the gross, like nothing like that. Trying to see what else do we got? Let's go. A question from TikTok. My friends over at TikTok today. Do we got a question for the big guy on the Ryback show? Favorite NFL team right now? I'm going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just simply because I'm a big Tom Brady fan. Life is treating me very well. Thank you. Do not ask to go live on TikTok. You guys ruined me from looking at the chat. And I'm not going to be going live. I've got headphones on. We're streaming on other platforms. I did not retire. I'm too real to retire. That would have probably been the easy thing to say there. I that I believe if you put that out there, you give up on yourself. And uh, I'm, I've made nearly a full recovery. My back is 100%. And I'm getting ready. I'm going to come back, look younger. Everybody else is going to look older. Everyone has the gray beards. I'm coming back in my best shape and, and looking younger than ever. Just going to be hungrier than ever, and everything's going to be good. So, Breaking Bad and Son of, Sons of Anarchy. I've watched both those when I was younger. Great, great series. I haven't watched a series like that. Those might have been the last ones. That, I think, when I was out with my ankle injury is when I watched a few of those series uh, because I had a lot of time on my hands living in Tampa doing rehab and when I wasn't watching wrestling, I watched the whole series of Lost in like a very short period of time. That was that was probably the the most I've ever binged on a TV show. Dexter was another one. I didn't watch the very end of them, but I watched up through like season five or six on Dexter, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Do I like rap? I, I listen to a little bit of rap. I listen to, I like Snoop Dogg. There's some other ones as well. 
do you like cheesecake factory says rollo555 thank you for the super chat uh yeah i used to that used to be one of my favorite places but since i went vegan i have not eaten there so i don't even know what vegan options cheesecake factory has if they have any at all i'm sure they have to have something vegan there i feel like they would have some vegan options though but i do i do like i do like cheesecake factory <clears throat> yes i do have a twitch it does not get hardly any views, but it's uh, Ryback rules. Yeah, I worked with Rusev. You, yeah, thank you for the comment. You go. I always thought you and Rusev should have had a major feud, and we thought we were. We the initial one with the Rowdy Rowdy, Rowdy Piper stuff, and there were a couple uh, things leading up to that where the crowd was red hot for us, um, and I think people thought it was maybe he was one who was undefeated. That that I was going to be the one to to maybe to give him his first defeat. Um, they pulled the entire thing. And then he, I know he was eventually lost to Cena. Um, I think some, there was some backstage things going on again. None, I don't, I don't get caught up in any of that. I don't care. It's not, it, it, it's physical acting and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over. I was like, if people are insecure about that kind of stuff and not like Rusev or anything but like, you know, other people. And uh, the, uh, we did a, a little short program with him and Lana where like, it was very odd and weird. And uh, we were killing it on live events, going out there working 15, 20, might even gone 25 on some of them, killing it on live events. And then we get to the pay-per-view and they gave us like six minutes or something. And we were just like, this is, and I'm talking like, and, I, and that's not just me saying that that's like coming from like producers and, and people and like, Man, these reports on the matches. I was like, yes, I've been doing this the whole time I'm here. I'm not like, I don't care what you think. I know I go by, I go by what I hear out there every night. I go, I know like, but that was just one of the, it was very frustrating. But we went out and we did our job and um, it was nowhere near. We just didn't have the time that we had where we were just able to really put together some really, really good stuff. Very difficult to do that in short matches. Short matches definitely have their place, though, and I'm a big fan of short matches when they're done uh, with a purpose. But, like, when you're actually going out there with a program uh, and not giving – me and KO were given very little time as well. Very, very unhappy with that entire program as well. Had no problem dropping the title because I was not re-signing the contract. Um, and, but I that was one of the ways they did that to me regularly. I would go out and be allowed to go work long live events and then the, the pay-per-view outside of like the main event stuff, really me and Cena went, Cena went 30, 35 on a couple of like live events too all the time. But the, uh, the pay-per-views we'd, we'd had some longer ones, but it is what it is. Yeah. I saw that about triple H. That's a very scary situation. I put out a tweet, just sending him positive thoughts and energy on it the uh a cardi it said a cardiac event i don't know i'm assuming cardiac arrest heart attack it's all i would imagine it's something along those lines so very scary situation 52 is not not that old but they said it was a genetic situation i'll just have to wait and see what comes out and uh or what doesn't come out with that but it said it, he's they 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 believe he's going to make a full recovery so that's a very unfortunate situation. You're not going to hear me say anything negative or anything on any of that. That's it's a scary. And he has three kids, and that's a scary situation. They're younger, you know. So I hope he uh, 
it's you see that, and I, I really I hope he you know goes back to too the bodybuilding diet and in obviously and I don't know the the exact drug usage of anything, at, but there were various points when he was younger, right? With that, the but the diet I think is something I hope they they can recommend to him. Honestly, the best thing he could do is go vegan, but. It, again, a lot of the that bodybuilding lifestyle in the era era he grew up in, that high protein, a lot of animal products. It's not we see it time and time again. It's a very scary situation, but I, I hope he makes a full recovery and makes whatever adjustments he makes according to what what they feel he needs to do. And um, that's a you know that's a big deal though. When he's young, that's young to to have that happen with that. So, I I wish him nothing but the best. On it. it's it's not it's not a that's a scary situation. You're dealing with the heart. That's why I too I told you guys you go get the heart test done once a year, once every two or three years, depending on how old you are and what the heart situation is. And I went a couple of years ago. I just wanted to know because I uh, they they recommend getting a calcium a cor- coronary artery calcium score. Um is one of the the best indicators of if you're going to have a heart attack or heart problems. Um, And a zero is a perfect score. And the higher your number is, the more at risk you are. And my mine came back zero. And I, I, everything on my heart test came back great with that. Everything. And uh, all the stress tests the other day to hook me up to a thing you have to wear around the house for like, I think I had to wear that damn thing for a week. It was a pain in the ass. I had to wear something, but, um, I put it off for a bit. I was like, I don't want to wear that thing, this thing for a week. But I was glad I did eventually. I was like, oh, I got to get this over with. And uh, because now I'm like, okay, I'll go every every few years and go get a checkup. And then as you get older, you go maybe maybe every other year, maybe every year even, uh, depending, just to kind of keep – It's always you always want to be ahead. It's one of those things that so many guys are like, oh, I'm not, I'll, I'll be fine. But, like, it's one of those th- deals that, like, if you catch it early enough and you make the changes necessary, you can avoid all of it. And, and that's why the vegan diet is so powerful at reversing heart disease. And they have all this evidence and research of just showing how good it is, or at the very least, cutting down on the amount of animal products and consuming a lot more fruits and vegetables. So I, I wish them the best, man. It's it's crazy to me because I told you I feel so young and like everything. I feel like I've been frozen in a capsule and I've watched everything get older. It's crazy. Cause like I was so hurt in my, like my best years here. And now it's like, I feel better than I've ever felt. And I'm like, and you look though, and, but I've made a lot of positive changes. I've had a ton of stem cell procedures, which I honestly believe or like played a big part in as well, as well as switching my diet and going vegetarian for a year than vegan where it's reversed. And now I felt like I looked way older in 34, 35, 36, 37. than I have 38, 39. So, but uh, it's a definitely a scary situation, man. Uh, where is Phoenix Marie? I have no idea because we, I wouldn't know. Phoenix is a grown woman. She's she she lives an amazing life. I don't know where. I don't like. I don't. I couldn't tell you where she's at right now. The brain feed, can the Feed Me More Nutrition brain feed be taken on an empty stomach? Yes. What do I think of marijuana consumption? Again, you're not going to, I'm not a fan of it personally just to use. 
Um, I, I'm not, I'm not productive on it. It doesn't make me feel good. I've never had like weed where I was like, man, I need this all the time. I sleep like a baby. I don't have any, I am mentally in control. I don't like the way it makes me feel. Um, I just don't, I don't enjoy it at all. And, uh, but I know there are a lot of people that do. I just see, I see a lot of people that do it and it's the cause of all their problems though. And those people are fooling themselves. There are also other people that use it in a more responsible way. There's people that know how to use it and go, I take it right before bed. And I, I, I do, I smoke, I take a few hits, this, you know, 30 minutes before I want to go to sleep or an hour. Okay. Now you're using something as a tool, right? There's a difference in how you use it. Then there, you got the people that are like smoking out of bongs and smoking all day, morning to night. Some people though could be functional and do stuff. But my thing is, Maybe they would be even more functional without it. I don't know. But I think, like, I'm not against it. I, I'm, I'm for the legalization of it with everything. And I think there's a lot of people that it has, it has a, a benefit for certain people. But I do think a lot of people use it in a very reckless, irresponsible way. And that that is, it's, again, knowing how to, to use something to your benefit, right? It's like even drinking, you know, when I would do the wine before now, I do, I do my wine day one day a week essentially once every seven, eight days, uh, typically I'll do a wine day with that. And, uh, but before when I, if I was doing it a little more often, it would only be at the end of the day after I got all my work done right before I went to bed and I never would drink and get like intoxicated to the point, like drunk. It would be just have a little bit of wine, get a nice buzz, go to bed. And I would drink it with a lot of water with that. And it was, but it would, it was done for relaxation to go right to bed. And it, but it wasn't being done. It's not like, oh, I got to drink all afternoon. I got to drink this. You see what the difference with that? And I, I really think that's the same thing with marijuana and how people use it. And it's knowing if you could use it to your benefit or not and not get addicted to it where you like you you need it morning to night. Because I, I see people on social media and they don't do shit in their lives. And they have anxiety. I'm like, that shit's the shit that's giving you anxiety. I don't care what you say. That's it's, there's no way that that's not involved in that. So, but you got to make your own decisions on it on, based off your life. PRR, thank you for the super chat. Any advice for somebody suffering from inferiority complex? Got to build confidence, and that comes with you gotta you gotta. Ask yourself what's causing you to feel that way. And then you got to start taking action and building confidence and self-esteem uh, and picking up a hobby or something that builds confidence. Reading uh, audiobooks, uh, empowering yourself, uh, increasing your knowledge uh, will, will put you in a better position. But one of the biggest things that I've learned is... Um, and the reason why I'm making those suggestions is, is because they say um, success is the key to happiness or one of the keys to happiness. And that if we could be successful in something, doesn't matter what it is, is we could just be successful in something, you'd be amazed at how good it makes you feel in other areas of your life and builds confidence with that. But, and again, I, it goes to fix you, I go, I, all these sayings I have, fix your food, we fix our mood, you know, you, you fix your diet, you start eating healthy, clean foods. I really believe going full vegan on things and 
whatever issues you may be having or things that are causing you, maybe you feel insecure about your body. You don't like, you will start being able to make changes, but go to the gym, start working out, start being active, go out and, and do things. And that will start giving you the confidence to overcome some of this stuff, I believe. And anything you do, you're going to be a beginner at. I think that's a big thing too, fear of failure for a lot of people where like you're afraid to even get started because you might might suck at it and you're afraid of what people are going to think. I'm going to tell you just right up and like, screw people, screw people. You just got to go do what you want to do. There's these people are, because if you don't, you're just going to be right there with them and unhappy and they're still going to be talking trash. And then they're, they're going to be calling you a loser. You know what I'm saying? It's never going to like, the, the lost souls of the world, the people that have been put here to suffer their hell, man, they're always going to talk. So you just got to ask yourself, what do you want to do? And then, you know what? I'm going to go do it. And you don't worry. You just got to get past that initial phase. You got to take that first step and you're going to start building some confidence, I believe. And, and it, it's just going to grow and it's going to snowball from there. My opinion. I do feel better and more energetic going vegan. Yes. Yeah. Snoop Dogg again is someone that smokes obviously a ton of weed, right? Very productive guy. He's been doing it for how long? He is someone that that's what I'm saying. There's like people out there that, that can do that and his lifestyle and what he does. Snoop's also, I not that I know like he's not like active in the sense of the, the training all day. Maybe he does. I don't know. He's not like out of shape or anything. He's skinny. Right. But it's obviously not stopped him from doing what he does in his life, right? With that, but there are a lot of people it does. And it so it's again, and so and that's the thing, like so Snoop Dogg doesn't has been extremely successful. And then you got but Snoop also works like a madman and, and does things and got he got the ball rolling and it just just continues got continuously gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, right? But he takes action. A lot of people that smoke and they go, oh, I could do that too. They don't do anything. That's the problem. So as long as you can do it and you can still take action and move and do stuff, that your deal's your deal with that. I just know I can't do that. Maybe I could if I did it every day. Maybe I'd get used to it. But then I wouldn't want to have to do that all the time to be productive. Like, I just would. I'm happy. You know what I mean? And I know like wine is my big relief. little red wine for the big guy. Uh, Uncle TJ, thank you for watching when you were a kid. You would be very hard-pressed to find a lot of botches. I actually had a very, very high success rate uh, at performing almost flawless matches. That's why I'm not, I don't get too concerned with... There was the uh, the Tenzai one, which you guys wouldn't even know. We covered up with and did a clothesline with that. And there, were, there was, I've told the story on that, and I'll take the blame all day long on all of that. And then there was one with Paul Heyman on a live event. And other than that, there's there's really, there's nothing else. There was no other, nothing. The punk stuff wasn't a botch. His stuff, he went right through a table onto a padding. All of that was all lies on his part. And we've talked about that relentlessly. So I, uh, if there were ever any issues with me, I would not be continuously working with all the biggest names in wrestling. All right, so. Lies by one person does not take away a, a very successful career of performing amazingly well.
and I'll never let it because I already know I know my abilities and I know how hard I've worked and I know how hard I continuously work to to be great at what I do to be a professional and and to still be recognized worldwide for what I did on a very brief period actually for five years not even with Ryback so yeah no great for the big guy Umer let's uh no not planning on it. I'm very try to live a very stress-free, happy life. Uh, no, I don't believe hunting. I don't never never would go hunting. Good to see all of you guys. I enjoyed wrestling both Big Show and Great Collie, both great guys. Yes, we've already mentioned the Triple H stuff earlier in the show. You're going to have to go back and watch. I appreciate all of you guys for the love and support. Also, Feed Me More Nutrition, we continue to grow. We had our best year uh, in 2020 despite coronavirus and uh, on track to continuously uh, keep scaling and growing bigger, even despite uh, problems in the world going on and uh, it's greatly, greatly appreciated all of you guys. That is my business and what I do. I, I am a, an entrepreneur and social media is all part of, of branches of my business with that. And in that comes ad revenue for multiple outlets on that from podcast commercials to, to YouTube revenue, to TikTok revenue with that. And then and even the Twitch and that stuff is all minor in comparison to the other ones, but it's an all feeds into feed me more nutrition. And that's what I do and make decisions running that I got my fulfillment in Illinois with a customer service uh, and grew that from three supplements doing everything all by myself while injured and, uh, and have grown this to 13 supplements with a fulfillment company and customer service uh, in the five years we've been going or going on close to five years, 2017, 18, 19, 20, and the end of the year will be five years that uh, Feed Me More Nutrition launched. We launched in January of 2017. So um, not an easy task. A lot of people, it is a lot of it has gone unnoticed. Uh, a lot of the, the wrestling stuff, they will not acknowledge that I've been a successful entrepreneur. And it's just something I just keep going. And it's, it is what it is. And I've won everything from WWE. I'm winning the Ryback trademark. I'll have that in the beginning of the year. And uh, everything I've said has been 100% true. Nobody has been able to shake me or stop me. And it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful story when it's told on a big platform. And I get the big W when I'm officially back. And uh, on top of doing everything that I'm going to continue to do. So I thank you guys. We're about to hit 1.7 million on TikTok as well. So that's uh, and that's in 20 going on. It'll be 21 months here. That's uh, phenomenal. And the second most followed pro wrestler behind only The Rock on there. And that's the one platform where... Uh, it's been weird the last few days. I get, it goes through weird phases, but these lives tend to like get everything going on there pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, what Trey, good question. What are my thoughts on cooked vegetables versus raw vegetables? Uh, I heard cooking kills the nutrients. Yeah. So... And this is something that I was not fully aware of. Um, I'm eating more and more vegetables now raw and actually enjoy them much more. And it actually makes it easier 
because I could eat those easier than when I cooked them in my performance meals. I was putting so much stuff in there. It would, it was making them, I was eating a giant portion of food. And I found a way to place this and, and make it a little easier where, and like I do a big vegetable plate at night now with, like I told you, the carrots, the celery, the beets. And sometimes I'll throw some olives and a couple pickles on there as well with that. And then, um, and just finding ways and then like using the other vegetables that I do sparingly in there. But cooking on a low temperature uh, is a way to avoid that a little better. Um, also, uh, what I do is I put a little bit of water in my meals with my performance meals and mix everything together and put that all in the bowl. So the nutrients stay in there. Like a lot of times when you like boil stuff, the, a lot of the nutrients can be lost in, in the water and that and you dump it out, right? they're drained and you're still getting nutrients but nowhere near the amount that that you would be if you didn't steaming is a better option than than boiling on that and then like if you cook stuff on a pan on there everything is staying inside that pan that i'm eating for the most part so but i still i think eating raw vegetables uh is is the most ideal thing as much as possible not to say still cook with them but i like now i was like uh I'd rather just eat these carrots raw and, and I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy them more actually than putting them in my meal and eating, getting all this extra bulk in the meal. So it's uh, yeah, I, I definitely think eating them raw as much as possible is more beneficial. WWE is still the, the main wrestling company. AEW has, has major momentum right now and we're going to have to see what they continue to do. Um, I think I'm really interested in seeing the ratings over the next few months and seeing if they could continuously get those to go up. It's not going to be just bring guys and debut them. That's going to get that could get little spikes in the ratings. It's going to come down to implementing all the talent into long-term storylines consistently. Uh, and it's not just storylines of guys like it's creating the right storylines and having a diverse amount of storylines that get people watching. I have things in my head that I would like to see them doing to be very edgy. And I think there's things that like, you got to remember now, here's another thing that we're dealing with in this. We're dealing with social media, taking away people's attention and pro wrestling is a very unique thing where it's physical acting in the form of pro wrestling and in the form of a fight. With that, and we have real fighting. We have UFC now that is way more established than it was during the Attitude Era, right? And we also have have a lot of social media where people there's a lot of sexuality, there's a lot of just sexiness in general on people's hands on the phone, right? And I think wrestling and there's content that's unfiltered on social media that can take your eyeballs away. I think wrestling needs to get. I and I don't think you need to have like raunchiness all the time. I just think you had to have a little edge. And, and I think if AEW is able to do that, that they're going to be able to capture a bigger audience in the long run um, with WWE, with their restrictions on their advertising and sponsorships and a much more mechanical PG structure. Uh, the momentum is definitely on AEW side. Um, but there, and it's I'm excited. Pro wrestling is getting exciting again. And getting the debuts and the surprises, I'm a big fan of it. So. I'm looking forward to seeing how they implement everybody and getting guys rocking and rolling. And again, it's going to come down to the compelling storylines uh, that get us to want to tune in every week because the names, they, they, people, 
the shock is over once somebody debuts. It's what they do once they debut long term. It's always going to be that way because people get you they the oh my god I can't believe they're on this program that goes away almost instantly and we saw it with the punk stuff he's back now now it's what does he do that's where you get and that that right got to be in those creative meetings and they got to be like what can we be doing to get people talking and tuning in not just talking to talk talking and tuning in every week and I think that they're on the right track. Yeah, I think we all should be happy there's something new and exciting in pro wrestling. And it doesn't, again, you're going to have, you have the people that the, the main thing is staying away from that toxic fan, Mark, whatever you want to call them. They're not fans, in my opinion. That's why I call them Marks, the ones that are toxic and negative. Um, and they're, they're lost souls. And they're not just toxic and negative in wrestling. They're toxic and negative in all areas of life. I firmly believe the best thing we could do is block them as a whole and not acknowledge them, just block them. You don't listen to them, you block them. And But also a big problem is, is there's wrestling reporters that are the toxic negative ones breeding more of it online. I believe we're not going to get rid of them. The best way to hit them is to block them and not listen to their content and not click on their websites. And I don't think, I think dirt sheets are horrible. I think they ruin the excitement and the fun of pro wrestling. And I really, really encourage you guys to try not to read that stuff. Or if you're going to limit it to like once a week or something where you really just go into the shows and enjoy them and try to just enjoy pro wrestling. Uh, I promise you, because if you don't, a lot, all, I've never seen like somebody that writes and does this stuff that's like a well-balanced individual. They're all warped in the brain and obsessed with it in a negative, toxic way. I think you could get really... And what you do when you read their stuff, that their problems become your problems. So that's why it's good to just stay away from it as a fan and not get caught up in it. And I think you'll enjoy it a lot more. But we should all be happy, and pro wrestlers should be happy. There's options. There's people who are going to make more money. There's more places for people to work. And, and it, you know, I think that, that pro wrestling, a lot of positive changes have occurred for pro wrestlers uh, from the mistakes of the past with AEW around now. And I think Impact 2 is doing great things. So it's it's good for everybody. Nobody should be, but a lot of these people will be bashing and you just block them. Don't partake in their conversations. Don't have anything to do with them. They're losers. They're going to be losers for the rest of their life. Don't let them make you a loser too. Stay away from all the wrestling stuff. My opinion is stay away from all of them. There's you you all you're doing is taking away from your happiness and the people that write this stuff. They're the way that they think is toxic and negative. There's no good coming from any of it. My look it look at you have to look in the mirror. Anybody that goes, I'm going to go write make up opinions and write lies or just rehash things on pro wrestling. You go, that's a fucked up individual. That's the way I look at it. Stay away from it. There's no good. Just enjoy the product for what it is. Imagine if you, before you went and watched every movie you went and watched or every TV show, you just read the spoilers or read all the, the events leading up and like just ruined it every time. 
it wouldn't be nearly as enjoyable. That's what's happened in pro wrestling. And it's up. Oh, you guys have full control over it. You just stop looking at it. I promise you. I promise you. You're going to enjoy it so much more. All right, guys. With that, we're going to wrap up this week's show. As always, feed me more nutrition on feedmemore.com. Sign up for my text and email to save 25% off your next two orders. We've got everything in the description and comments on there as well. All the month of September, I'm giving away a free Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle and white face mask with the Feed Me More Nutrition Hungry. The face masks are very, very comfortable as well. And these are premium, very good shaker bottles right here, guys. So you get those free uh, with all your orders. And we have plenty of ways for you to save a spin and win wheel on the website as well. Free gym bags, uh, half-gallon jugs, and save up. You can save up to 35% spinning the wheel on that. So check that out on feedmemore.com. And uh, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. But let's have a good night. I'm going to watch a little pro wrestling a little bit when it comes on. Going to walk the dogs, make my last meal. And uh, I planted a lemon tree today. I got an orange and peach tree coming. We'll talk more about that probably on tomorrow's show. And uh, stay hungry. Feed me more. <laughs>